Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Networks. I'm Gareth Spence. Our first show of 2022 is all about 5G infrastructure and the UK's future RAND competition. Now, if you were paying close attention to the tech headlines a few weeks ago, you would have seen that the UK government announced funding for a number of new projects aimed at building a strong R&D ecosystem that can help fuel the UK's 5G market. One of the main winners of this funding was ADVA. To help me understand what this means for the UK's 5G development, I caught up with ADVA's Anthony McGee. Here's the show. Anthony, for anyone who didn't see December's news, what is the Future RAN competition? So this is a competition that the uh, UK government uh, Department for Digital Culture, Media and Sport, so DCMS, uh, they've been uh, responsible for looking at um, how the mobile network in the UK, how, how the mobile networks evolve in terms of a supply chain, diversity, capability. And um, one of the things that they've been looking at in order to broaden the supply chain is uh, use of UK vendors to come in and, and get engaged in that in that market. And one of the vehicles that they've used to, uh, to promote UK vendors and UK presence is to run locally within the UK a, a RAN competition, so radio access network, and, and the future of that RAN is, is what the future RAN competition is all about. So it's about trying to get UK vendors, UK investment into this space to, to drive some innovation, and then hopefully that will broaden the supply chain. Why is the government doing this now? Is there concern about the UK's 5G capabilities? It's less of a concern about the current 5G capabilities. Obviously, the the mobile network operators are rolling out 5G at pace into the public space. But we all know that there was some concern around, um, let's say, high-risk vendors uh, in previous years. And I think this is an extension of that, that the the UK government have realised that they want to build more vendor presence in the UK to try and de-risk ourselves moving forwards. Note that the future RAN competition isn't only penciled at 5G, it could be beyond 5G as well. I guess the, the other thing to mention is that the from our interpretation, the future RAN competition could go wider than the public MNO space. So we within our project, we're actually going to be looking at neutral host activities, going to be looking at private 5G capability as well so it's not just 5g and it's not just as the mobile network as we know it in terms of a public mobile network what did adva win in the competition we proposed um, from the adva team that we would um, initiate a project Uh, the project's called 5g du evolution and it's quite a complex name, I guess. So let me just explain what that is. Um, within our activity, which is an R&D project, so we're research and development, we wanted to really get focused in on one of the most complex parts of the, the ORAN network, building a, a mobile network up, and that's the DU, the distributed unit. So it's quite a complicated machine. And at the moment, I would say the implementation of the DU in an all-run network leaves a lot to be desired in terms of uh, power, footprint, and and cost. Um, And with it being quite a complex machine, we wanted to use our research and development project to try and improve those things, so reduce power, reduce cost, footprint. Um, And at the same time, with this being a supply chain diversity um, interest, we wanted to open up the technology that we use to build the DU platform with 
um, and open up the the whole idea of how do you build a DU. Now, um, the the project that we've built, we've got a number of partners involved. So that's the other thing to mention. This is a collaborative project. Adver is the lead of the project, but we have presence from some of our um, partners in terms of customer base. So we've got um, BT are involved in the project. We've got some academic partners, uh, principally University of York. We've also got some project management and guidance from Scotland 5G Centre. And then in terms of research and development, we've got some other partners involved. Uh, so the partners are Accelocom and Comagility, uh, both UK-based vendors. And what that's allowing us to do is it's allowing us to put a whole DU together, self-contained within the project. And the funding that we get, ADVA receives from the DCMS um, funding, is the ability to use the, the project to build a solutions integration offering. Um, as, as I've mentioned a few times, the DU is quite complex. Uh, so it, it needs a certain amount of skill set to put that DU platform together from multiple partners. So we, ADVA will be investing our time and resource in, in building a, a solution integration offering, which means getting the right test equipment and getting the right uh, software mechanisms in place to stitch all of those things together into a viable DU shelf. And then we'll be putting that into some live um, mobile networks, built-in labs, but also in field trials. Uh, and though that DU will become an integral part of the network that marries up to third-party components that are off the shelf. Now that ADVA and its partners have won this funding, what are the next steps for the 5G DU Volution project? So the project, it's, it's a two-year project. Uh, the immediate next steps for us, uh, we've got to get the project moving. So we're spending a lot of time at the moment uh, putting the spend and the investment profiles together. So it's really dotting the I's and crossing the T's. Is the money going to be spent in a wise way? You know, making sure that we're not actually ex- increasing the risk. <laughs> we Obviously, no one can use high-risk vendors in this. So we're trying to make sure that whatever we plan to do in the project fits with the, the goals that DCMS have set. And then moving forwards, the, the first six months or so, we'll be uh, building the test platforms up in ADVA and maybe even expanding the the footprint that we use we may be looking to get some new facilities to help us house that uh all around solution integration team we'll be buying the necessary equipment off the shelf and then within the project we'll be taking some adver platforms and then stitching those vendors that i mentioned uh, accelocom and comagility together into a into a platform that allows us to take some of the complexity away and maybe optimize some of the performance aspects of the DU. I'm going to be doing that in two phases. One is a commercial proposition. So it's using commercial off the shelf um, servers and, um, you know, radios, putting everything together that's commercially available today and rebasing that in a way that uses some of the adver equipment. And then the second phase, we completely move away from, um, existing ORAN mechanisms. So at the moment, a lot of ORAN is built on a technology called uh, Intel FlexRAM. The second half of the project starts to move away from FlexRAM and brings in, let's uh, like, for want of a better word, it's like a home-brewed version within the project of the Intel FlexRAM. And that would be built on third-party 
um, equipment, including some of Adva's own hardware um, that we make use of within the project. In Adva's announcement on the funding award, there was lots of talk about supporting the UK government's levelling up agenda. How is ADVA going to do this? Yeah, so one of the things that we've seen, and we appreciate why uh, you know decisions have been made in the past, some of the labs that have been built for all-round collaboration in the UK, a lot of them are down south. There isn't that much up in the north. Um, so with ADVA being based up in the York area, the natural place for us to do some of this integration work is, is in the York area. And one of the first things we identified was looking at the academic partners available Around, around the area, we need to stimulate them to build a supply chain of, of skilled people in this space because it's not available on tap at the moment. So before we can move forwards and start doing realistic you know, R&D in the UK, we need to have a certain skill supply chain coming through. So academic partners need to take that next step and, and bring skilled students that are aware of all around able to help us put some of these systems integration platforms together. But also, we want to look at, we've identified some UK-based vendors within the project. And that was the first thing that we wanted to do, was make sure that we had a UK presence within the project. We're also aware that there are quite a large number of UK startups that are in the all-round space that never really get a look in. So they're not getting access to the market because they may be either too early in the design cycle or they're not recognised as a, it's not a known vendor. So we are opening the door of this um, project uh, longer term uh, to vendors wherever they are in the UK and actually to help us achieve that search and selection. The plan is we wanted to use Scotland 5G Centre and our friends in York University to try and expand that search out into the, the other regions that we aren't necessarily working in. The hope is that by having a more northern feel to the project, that we get um, a, a more diverse set of uh, vendors coming into the all space within the UK over time. Okay, that's everything from Anthony. If you'd like to know more about Adva's involvement in developing the UK's 5G infrastructure, please check out the links in the show notes. Thanks for listening.